than I'm used to More niggas round than I'm used to Niggas ain't down like they used to The truth don't sound like I used to So I don't come around like I used to I'm reppin' my town like I used to That NYC sound like I Yo, 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 what's up guys? Coming back at you with another episode of John and Joe Yo, yo, yo We gonna dive wisdom We gonna dive into Justice League today I'll talk about that movie um, best movie ever made in the history of movies, in my opinion. Um, not true opinion. Just kidding. I don't want nobody to hurt me in the streets. Better than BBS? Better than BBS, for sure. Okay, okay. For sure. So, uh, let's talk about, I guess, rating? Well, me personally, I actually really enjoyed the movie. Uh, from what I remember... Uh, I can give it at a 10 I'll give it a solid 8 Because me personally I kind of do still like BDS I do like these movies they're putting out Because Just a little quick overview Let me let me quickly You said you do like BDS I do like it This podcast is over um, Just turn, turn it off We're done Listen The reason why <laughs> I like these podcasts Because Seeing Batman on screen, seeing Superman together in the same movie was... I seen this movie when they like BBS come out, and then just Justice League, just seeing them all together, the Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, all together, is, to me, it was just awesome. And on that note, you know, they, no matter how bad a movie could possibly be, like, as long as it's not as bad as Fantastic Four, I would still enjoy it. <laughs> I would still enjoy this movie because they put my favorite characters on the big screen and forever that, no matter how bad they did it, I'm just grateful I was able to see it in my youth. What we call our youth. What we call I feel, our youth. I feel old, you know. In my youth, <laughs> I was a good old man. <laughs> As Mike God would say, you know, the power of youth. The power of youth. Well, what about you, Josh? I will go seven. Seven out of ten. Um, whoops. I will go 7 out of 10. Um, I like that background noise, though. Yeah, you know. Gotta My Hero that. Academia. Yeah, you know, we talking about heroes. Got to get that hero going. Um, I'm going 7 out of 10. I would I would meet you in the 8, but it's kind of one of those things of... I, I had a hype level to it, and it did not at all reach that hype. But... I had low expectations for the movie, honestly. See, I started that way, but then after seeing all the trailers, nah, I, I, I kind of didn't. I didn't see, I was like, I ain't seen no trailers. It's the same thing over and over, which I'm glad. That's probably why I messed up. <laughs> but I'm not, nah. Um, so you know, seeing the trailers, I had a lot of hate to it. I felt like you know maybe they'll get it right this time. Maybe they'll do it. But even though it didn't live up to my hype, I still found it as an enjoyable experience. It was, it was, it was a movie, an okay movie with a lot of flaws to it. True, but uh, just a little side note. Before I uh, the movie came out, I was already doing some heavy spoilers for myself. So the thing I didn't like until I watched the movie was Flash running. I felt like his running, like I said before, this is a spoiler. I see in the, the like the ending of the movie. Why is he running like he's one step is like forty miles? I know. Like I did not like that. I found it weird because there's this little scene at the end when he's he's running through the streets and it looks so weird the way he was well, running. We do spoilers. I don't know why we can't. 
This is a spoiler. This is not spoiler free. <laughs> this is a review, hard review. Yeah. So when Superman and the Flash, no, not that, not that part. Oh, not that part. Right, that was before, the part I was referring to. Yeah, the, you know, like how you have, you know, that end, the ending of a movie where it just gives you that one snippet of every person in their own dynamic. There's a there's oh, like a what little, they did after like, after yeah. There's like over. a little yeah. snippet of the Flash and he's just running through the streets and it just looks really. To me, the way he was run looked really awkward. Like I was okay with it throughout the film, but it was like that one moment. It looked really weird to me. Like it's like why, why is he running like that? It just looks strange. With when I, when I watched the movie, not you know with that part, I was not thinking about that part. I was thinking about the spoiler of uh, Superman and the Flash, which I already knew Superman was coming back. I mean, I don't need to see any spoilers to know. First of all, this is how I knew he was coming back. You do not put Henry Henry Cavill. And your promotional, like, uh, like panels and stuff like that, if he's not in the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, he was in that one small scene of a like, flashback. But honestly, if I was, like, uh, what, the marketing director, I would tell him, listen, you're not promoting this movie at all. I don't want you anywhere near this movie. So right. when they, they show... even took his logo out of that... Um, I don't remember what the poster United said, but seven? no, not that one. You know the poster that says like um, it has like them saying something, but it uses each of them. Oh yes, each of their symbol. Yeah. Like they should not even put his symbol into that for more entry, because the entire time I'm like I was going into it like, you know, I was like it's one of those things. Was like I know Superman's gonna be in this built movie, but at the same time I was kind of like. I kind of hope maybe it's just like the last five throw, minutes. Like it's a throw off, and he's not really in the movie. It's like an ending thing, you know, like just or even like a. Set up for another movie that he comes back in. Exactly, that would not be... this movie. You know, like, like he doesn't really solve the problem, but he's back. Yes. Or maybe he solved the problem just to end it all off. You know, yeah. just to help him at that last little piece of inch to get through. Because now that we're you know going, there, I have a big issue with the way that he came back and the way Batman vs Superman ended. Wait, but let me just get back to what I okay. said about the Flash. I don't want to even open ended. You know, before that, let's go. Individual characters. Let's just go down a little bit of that path. Start with the Flash. Uh, you continue your thought, but you, you know you can say your thoughts on Flash as a whole. As a whole, I, I well, I have to think of him as a rookie, but like him running throughout the movie, it, it was better for me. I enjoyed it. Just not him like every five minute, every forty miles, he's taking a step. But when they showed him early in the movie, thoroughly, I loved his running. That's something that I need to see in a Flash film. That's mm-hmm. something that's guaranteed. But I still kind of gravitate towards the CW Flash. That's just my personal opinion. Um, sure, we've seen a rookie Barry. And, you know, and like in the CW, I don't mean to compare, but, you know, we've seen a seasoned, somewhat seasoned Barry. He's not really fully seasoned, but he has more than what... Uh, he has this... a little bit of adobo on him. <laughs> Ezra Miller who played the Flash he's a great actor I personally loved him in Perks of the Wallflower um, other movies he was also in Trainwreck of Nobody Knows even though it was a small role but he was in it I personally enjoy him so I was happy to see him as the Flash but just seeing uh, I kind of liked him with longer hair for some reason he looked kind of weird with short hair That yeah. I, I know Barry's blonde and he has short hair but for me him having long hair when he showed him BVS, I was I was actually digging that look. They cut it. It just looked like a forced look to me. Just aesthetically. Um, his suit, 
I I don't like it. I'm gonna be. Like I it. I don't like it. I don't. I prefer hmm. the BVS suit of when it looks like the Elseworld uh, suit from the comic books. Hmm. I prefer that suit. I even prefer uh, the Flash suit from the TV show. The first Flash suit, the whole red one. The oh. old. The, that's kind of surprising. <laughs> I don't like that whole bondage with the wiring thing. It just it looks it looks like he just puts a couple wires together with some hockey pads painted red and combined and that's together. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. This man is the Flash. You're he telling is. me he's a sign. He's smart and he doesn't have any type of knowledge to make but, something good. He has all this computer technology no, in his room. Not. Here's where you start. Well, everything you just said. Bruce Wayne comes in and acknowledges that you did this by yourself is kind of impressive. He's <coughs> yes. not the smartest man in the room. He's still a kid in this movie. That's where you got, you know, the dial it back. Before what you saw. Comic book, like, Barry <laughs> needs nobody. They follow him, like I told you this previously before, they follow him the Iron Man, Spider-Man kind of trope about how Batman is the rich guy. You know what? You are, are like like Tony Stark said, you are in dire need of us upgrade systematically systematically from top to bottom and I kind of expected Batman to do that in this movie no everybody lie. did everyone was no sad lie. that it was on the second suit like I was I was like the whole time I'm thinking like okay they introduced him I was like Batman was sitting there looking at the suit I'm like someone tells me like for the final fight he's gonna have a new suit kind of thing or he's gonna have some some type of upgrade on, on his current suit but you know that never happened but aside that his humor was pretty entertaining it was hit and miss for me I like his humor. Yeah, like I, said, I like, I, it. I like it, but it was a lot of hidden. Like There were some jokes I was like, ha-ha, and then other jokes was like, eh. It's like, eh. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like, you know. The whole interaction when he met him in his man cave, like, come on, you really can't hide the fact that your suit is right there. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Like, for me, I really enjoyed this Flash. I'm, I'm not going to say better than CW because of the one I'm attached to right now, but... For what he gave and what he was, and for the flash he was portraying, I thoroughly liked it. I feel like well, he played a good like outside the suit, like he was eating a lot, which shows his high metabolism. Yeah, like he even, mentioned the speed force. Even the scene when they go to the back cave and he, he walks in, he's like, it's like he's like, this is a cave, and he's like, and there's bats. He's like, this must be a, a bat cave, and then you just see him running around and all the black, uh, Batman stuff. Go first, he sits in the Batmobile, but he's, he's just more like, portraying. Okay, if they would have said his name was Wally West, perfect. Mm-hmm. He's portraying more Wally than Barry. Mm-hmm. And I, even if I, it's Barry's a rookie, he's and, still portraying a Wally. And character. as I told you, they, they never referred to him as the Flash in the movie ever. Like so, you know, I feel like that's another sign, or maybe something's going to happen with him. But it's like it was kind of weird. Like nobody refers to him as the, the Flash. It's like he had to save somebody. He has to be a rookie. He has to be a rookie then even because the has... Flash is a declarated uh, superhero yeah. in his city. But even if, you know, he's a rookie, it's kind of one of those things of he had a suit made so he had to be doing something. Like regardless of, you know, you catching him on screen and everything. He did. Something. He did capture Captain Boomerang. He did do the that. Suicide Squad. Yes, he did do that. That's another reason why it's like He's like in he the had middle. He to be doing something. Yeah, he, he, he's the blur at this certain point. Like if you watch the CW, the streak. <laughs> no, it was the blur. No, it was a streak. It was both. No, it was a streak. I bet I'll, money it I'll was both. I'll fight you. I'll fight you to Yo, the death on it right now. It was both the blur and go the streak. Get your samurai sword. I'll go get mine. We can fight about this right now. You know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get back to this because on a side note, we are gonna get back on this topic with another uh, perspective because this movie was. 
it has a lot to be discussed about. That mm-hmm. one podcast is just not enough. Yes. So be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. So, as the Flash, um, in your whole overall grade, number-wise, what would you give his character? You know what, let's do it, to do it two ways. For certain characters, we can't, but for this one, we could. How would you portray um, him being Barry? Like in a in a grading system, and him being the Flash. Now I wouldn't unless they were to I'm you, they were hold, both the same. I'm gonna hold back with the Barry portion because another one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie is they did a lot of Easter eggs, but they didn't do Easter eggs to take away from the main plot of the film. You know, they did his origin story without doing his origin story. Exactly, like they they hinted at his father and Reverse Flash. Alfred saying, said that. Yeah, him pretty much. They basically confirmed the Reverse Flash is in his universe. Yeah, and then also the maybe Gorilla Grodd reference of him saying he, he speaks fluent Gorilla language. Either that was before um, Gorilla Grodd or after. Yeah, one of the two. Either or, it's an interesting nod. And then, I forgot what else happened. Well, there was another thing that happened in the movie, another Easter egg that involved him. But it's it's kind of like, I didn't really feel like I had enough of Barry Allen. Well, so not... I would just like read him as a whole character for now. Okay. I wouldn't like separate them like we do Bruce Wayne and Batman. That's what I was going to refer to this Bruce yeah. Wayne because we can't... <laughs> Can't really do Diana and Wonder Woman. They're like the same. Yeah. She don't call herself Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, so for me, I would probably give him like a seven out of ten. Seven going into eight out of ten. I give him a six. A six? Yeah. yeah. He's lucky. It's, it's not a five. Because <laughs> of the suit. Uh, just some things. I don't like when he when he activate his speed. First of all, you're not supposed to be able to know that he left. So for him to leave a streak of lightning behind, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's only a cool. It's cool to look at, but he doesn't do that. Like when he runs, it's like he's gone, and then the lightning's behind him. But see, that's why it's they're doing their own take me, on it. Yeah, when you watch, it's just for entertainment you to, purposes. You have to like, you always got to put something in his own bubble because if you start comparing to other, uh, it's gonna take a luster away from it. That's why, like for this movie, like when I like I said, the hype is what kind of like. Have you but then I have to view it in its own bubble. Like, okay, this is Batman versus Superman by itself. I'm just gonna watch this. What I'm saying, Justice League by itself. How did this movie do on its own? For what they had, again, like the whole lightning thing, it, it is what it is. It's like, eh, I wasn't even really a fan of the color of the lightning. I don't know why. Like, I like that color. I like. I don't know why. Like, you me, prefer it to be like, orange or yeah, red? Because I'm, I'm used to the yellow. Or I just like. Any any dynamic of the flash, well, oh, any that's, flash that's his you, color yeah, you associate with that. So for it to be blue was just kind of like maybe they want to add like a little brighter color to the show to the the dark tone of the movie. Yeah, but even even before like because we'll we'll get in that to that level later too. But it, it's it, it was okay, and I get what they were going for. But again, he's a rookie, so who knows? Maybe later down the line that won't be the same. Like maybe. You can also view it as maybe like an out of control type of thing. Like he doesn't have a full grasp of what he can and can't do, because he still is. Yeah, but rookie. he knows enough of a speed force, yeah. so he knows that his powers come. You just don't automatically is a speed force. There has to be a, something that you went well, he, through. He, he labeled it. He also <laughs> acknowledged he labels it the speed force. He said he was hit by he was struck by lightning, and basically he can do all this stuff and then he's connected to something he calls the speed force yeah but the, you, you can't just come to that conclusion like off the bat even if you labeling things yourself mm-hmm. he is aware 
that there is something out there that's helping him give his speed or his speed's coming from somewhere or he's it's just a lot. But let's move on. Um, who would you like to talk about next? You want to just go from the lesser characters down to the big ones? I was going to say, let's go to Cyborg. I was thinking the same thing. Cyborg is a hit and miss for a lot of people from what I see. From a lot over, and then there's a lot of people who hate Cyborg. And it's a lot of people CGI. Not even that. I really, I really like that. Like, I really, I enjoyed what he looked like and all the stuff that he did. And I also loved his character. By the way, I don't know if, yeah, I forgot. Did he say Booyah at all? Yes. Okay. He did. He did. Just want to make sure. And then it was it wasn't like, you know the like, team booyah. Titans, booyah. It wasn't like that. It was just like, it's like booyah. Booyah. <laughs> I guess people don't like him because that dark tone he was in. But again, he, for what the movie is serving you, and this is a guy who's lost his humanity and is trying to find it again. Once you once that is explained through Diana, it's the it creates a different perspective. Kind of like, okay, this is not the cyborg we're used to. At least the seasoned cyborg that, you know, most of us are used to through Teen Titans. is, is more of a, this is a cyborg who freshly motherboxed got you know, become machine. And he doesn't feel human anymore. Yeah. He's trying to rediscover his humanity. And you see that, you actually see that through the film of him kind of getting back in touch with who he is. And that was kind of like, to me, like, that's a very enjoyable arc that he went on a personal journey but did not overshadow the movie because he also became very important to the plot I mean yeah even even in the what the the, the just Justice League War the animated character animated one he was very instrumental towards their uh, survive I mean their victory yes I mean I don't really have much to say about Cyborg I kind of agree with you on your points I, I don't find him bad I think maybe the CGI could have been better but you, you know, you're right about that. I would prefer a little, I guess, happy, but the, like you said, the tone of the movie makes it dark. You know, you have to be realistic on what the movie's trying to portray. You know, same with Aquaman, Flash, Wonder Woman. It, it's a dark universe. It's a dark reality of things. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't be like we're children. just like, how oh, happy times. Like, there's hard, you know, it can't be like there's always hard times and there's happy times. It's, I mean, like, it can't always be happy and some dark. Yeah. It has to be a real, you know, realism to it. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. As a person, I'll give him a... I'll give him a... 6.5. I was going to say 7, but I was like, ah, 6.5. <laughs> I'll give him a 9. <laughs> you know the only reason why? Because Flash is my... F- you know what? I'll give him a, I'll give him a, a 7. But Flash gets such a low score because he's my favorite superhero... And, like, I know what they were trying to do, but it could have been done better. So, for you not to do that, and that's my favorite superhero. Like, I know a lot about the character. It's, it's a dis, it's a dis, what? I would say dis, not nah, what's this? I don't know, man. You see, I'm all flustered because they messed up my favorite character. There are certain things I liked, certain things I didn't. But, Aquaman, or Aqua Dude. Aqua Bro. <coughs> Aqua Bro. Surfer, he, he, surfer dude, Aquaman. Not, he personally was my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> Out of Justice League, he was my favorite member of the Justice League in the movie. You know, I don't know much about Aquaman mythos. Um, this is Arthur Curry, correct, right? Yes. He half human, half Atlantean. But they mixed a lot of different Arthur Currys. And this is what I feel. Yeah. Arthur Curry, because there's a lot of different aspects within the, the Aquaman 
mythos that they took out of each and every one and kind of mixed into this one. They made him more of like the renegade son, right? That they want to be the king. Yeah, they took a little bit of that and then I wouldn't... Yeah, it probably did because they... They, were, they didn't give a lot even in like his little his scene like when he went back when to he went back to with uh, Mer- Meryl yeah it was like you know they just you know I believe his mother's dead that's not, wasn't really sure that was his mother Meryl's no, his mom no, right that's his sister Meryl is his mom right no sister the one that he met Meryl in the the movie yeah. that's his sister um his they were talking about his mother but they were talking nah, about it, like as if she's deceased but don't know not really sure right now Anything can change in the Aquaman movie. Yeah. But <laughs> him, it's like he was in this movie what you expect of Batman, but Batman ended up becoming more comedic relief, kind of not the serious, you know, brooding one. He serious was, but the way he did it in this movie was kind of like. It's like he understands the stark reality and how dark things are, but he's enough at a point like, eh. Whatever, yeah. like you know, be happy a little. I mean, you know, this like, he can find the the com- the comedic value or the joy or just a little light, a glimmer was, of light. There was like he's the the, the guy who he's the he's the tough guy of the group basically. But there was a funny scene towards the end of the movie before the final fight, where they're sitting in the carrier on the way there, and basically he's having like a open heart, but it wasn't like intentional because he was sitting on the last of the truth, but he didn't know. So he's like, he, he, <laughs> yeah. goes, he goes to Batman, he goes, look, man, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I honestly think we're going to die. But he's like, look, look, look who we are. He's like, you, you don't even have powers. Like, what are we like? You know, you're just a millionaire. You're a guy who dresses as a bat. What are we supposed to do? And he goes, Diana, I don't know what to say about you. You're just hot. Like, to be honest, he's like, he's like, if I could, you know, oh, he's like, you're just the, the pinnacle of beauty. And he's yeah. like, and then we got this kid over here. And then that's when Batman starts to point out. <laughs> He, he gets up the last so he looks at all and he's like this never happened and he walks up to the flash specifically he goes look if any if you speak of this I will come back for you and I will take your throat out <laughs> Barry goes he's like I don't know about you guys but I hear a thing like the whole scene was just funny but then beyond that you know the, what we know of that final fighting sequence you know when he's jumping over the place first he's on the Batmobile my man you know just got caught by Cyborg that whole ending sequence with him was just mad cool like no lie about that. Him throughout the movie, he did played good role. I, I enjoyed Jason Moore's Aquaman. But the reason why I asked about the Arthur Curry is that can Aquaman breathe underwater if he's half human? Yes. Because that's what happens in even in the Aquaman movie. Have you seen that one? You talking about before this movie? Before this one, the personal the the oh no, no yeah anime yeah, yeah I know I know because that 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 dealt. I felt like that one is more where they pull from on this Arthur Curry. You talking about the new 52 arc? Yes. Well, I could have sworn that one he couldn't breathe underwater. I don't know. I could be wrong. He could. And that one he could because he definitely... So why in this movie they had to put him in a bubble of air? Was it because the CG was just kind of hard for them to talk to each other with the water around? I would think that, for my opinion, it was for the sole purpose of them talking. So they can talk. Because it kind of felt like to me maybe they couldn't speak underwater. Maybe they're not doing the, like... Because I know in other... Yeah, but she looks like the speak. only one who can control magic. And since she's the only one who can control magic, and nobody else... I mean, if you go back in the mythos, so other people can control magic. But you tell me you have to find somebody who can do that to talk? I'm sure they have other ways to speak to each other. I don't know. Cause it seemed like they took a, they didn't do like the telekinesis kind of thing. Because even when, when Batman kept bringing up, you speak to fish. And he's like... 
no, I speak to the, I more speak to the water, kind of thing. So it's. <laughs> I yeah. personally felt it was just CG. You could like having these two characters talk to each other on the water. It's gonna be a lot of problems. It's already enough CG as it is with him being in the water. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. That <laughs> when he when Batman first meets him, he walks to the water. Everyone's looking like, oh man. He's gonna do his trick or whatever, and then he just throws the jacket, and just disappears. Like, yeah, uh, that was just awesome. You know, that's how, that's him. You're right. I'll, I'll give him an eight out of ten. I'm, I'm going nine. <coughs> I don't want to give him a ten out of ten. So, Wonder Woman or Batman? I feel probably Wonder Woman more. Yeah, because Wonder Woman, she did what she was supposed to do. Basically, that mo- she was the moral compass. In my opinion. You know, one part I never really uh, discussed was that bank scene. What about it? Like, she did the last of the truth. And, like, yeah, we got a bomb and all this other stuff. And, like, they were mentioning things. But it wasn't really... There wasn't... It didn't really go back and talk about the ending. Like, what what was that there for? What were they trying to do? That was just a Wonder Woman thing. That was just a... I know, but... Hey, this is Wonder Woman. They said something like... I don't know they said something like, oh, we have a bomb. I don't remember. I don't think she didn't just, it was like, just ended. Yeah, just no, ended. No, but that's, that's, that right there was very, to me, a good scene of just being a hero, saving people. Because in Batman versus Superman, in Man Yeah, he showed that she's, she's, she's going back into humanity. She's, you know, trying yeah, to but save. And in, in most of these movies, you don't really see people, these superheroes just saving people. Like, uh, Martha? Martha, come on. Like, Batman saved Martha. One person. We'll talk about... That was the best fight scene in you're right, superhero movie. That was to save one person. So? We just saw her rescue all these people out the bank. She she stopped all she this. She has and no also, threat. Also, you think about it. Think threat it. against her. Yeah, but also, if you think about it like this way, in the climate of the world that we live in now, to show a scene like that, especially involving Wonder Woman, that's kind of like... That was a great scene in the movie. It didn't need to be there, but it was still a great scene within the movie. Kind of, like I said, just a hero saving people. Somebody is about to murder everybody in this bank, and she just saved them all. That's for the sole purpose of her saving people, again, because they they emphasize that at the end of the movie, too, which is kind of funny as well. So, well, I also have to note to the, the listeners... If you do not know, already know, Warner Brothers gave this movie a strict two-hour limit. So there was a lot of cuts and probably most likely reshoots to fit the narrative they were trying to achieve. And me personally, I'm waiting for the di- directorial cut to see what that... I don't care if the movie was four hours long. If it, was, it will be a good four hours long, I'm with it. Now that you speak of that, the, the reshoots is kind of... They 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 mess up the movie not in a like significant Can way. Can you but, tell what's the reason? Yeah, because there's you know the there was a change in director. Yeah, no, towards the end Zach of the movie Snyder. and Josh Whedon. That's right. Based on if you watch the movie and you really look at it, you can tell what reshoots happen because Zack Snyder has his his kind of you know the way he directs the movie and Josh Whedon has his. Basically, towards the entire end of the movie, you can tell that had Josh Whedon's touch because 
it dealt with a lot of brighter colors, more lightheartedness, more. Yeah, in the trailer, that that whole fight scene, it was a little darker. The colors were different. Yeah, even Josh came in and brightened that up and yeah, changed like, colors throw, too. Like even like when Superman gets involved at the end, like Superman's suit was so brightly blue, it's kind of like this is different. Like because he has. It was a dark the, blue. It's like a darker blue. Like a blue. navy dark yeah, blue. Yeah, like they were subdued colors, kind of. You know, they were they were the color of the suit, but more like, of a subdued. It's like kinda. worn out. Yeah. Like the, like, it was blue, but now it's like, and yeah, then like now when you, too much. when you saw him in this, uh, you know, when he puts the suit on, it's like everything was more defined and it felt like this is what I remember, <laughs> like a Superman, like bright, uh, bright blue with that bright red on that yellow. And it was like, from like those, like, you know, those scenes <laughs> on, you can tell those, there was reshoot, those, those had Josh Whedon's touch on it. And again, like the lightheartedness of it towards the end. That definitely had Josh Whedon's touch. And then with Zack Snyder, anything that he had, you know, they kept that was his, you can definitely tell because, again, colors are more darker. Things are more serious and more grittier. There was still, like, you know, jokes within his scenes, but it was just, like, more, more heist, just, like, you know, sub, just, like, that subdued Zack Snyder tone. He, yeah. He gets, you know, what needs, like, that Wonder Woman scene, that, that was Zack Snyder. That was his. That was his work. He did that because you can tell by the way stuff is shot. By the way, yeah, the whole slow mo thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then, as you said, with the the parts of the movie that was cut out, I feel the same way. Of maybe this movie could be higher for me if they if we knew what was cut out. Because I feel like, to me, you may feel different about this, but I felt like when we got to talking about Superman being revived, it was like, what? Are we already here? Like, the kind of thing. Like. It's like that, that happened really fast for us to be talking about Superman. I felt like we were like om- not even almost halfway. Oh, with a two-hour movie, you you kind of have to like like okay, you have the first internal, you have the first conflict or the first introduction of characters. You have a conflict, then you have like what you can do to beat that conflict, knowing that you need to do something, and then you have your end conflict. If the movie had at least forty minutes longer, you can have two more conflicts that would you know. Uh, kind of fit in together to the whole grand scheme of the ending conflict. Mm-hmm. I know I say conflict a lot, but it's just... The only reason I said it because... A brief example is Batman... The Dark Knight with a Joker, Harvey Dent, and uh, Two-Face. The yeah. same person. I mean, uh, it's another person. Well, Scarecrow, he wasn't really in it, but... That movie, personally, to me... It could have ended so many times because I watched it in theaters and I, you know, the thrill of it. But... When they were at the ba- uh, the boat, that's a conflict right there. You see, after they could have ended right there, and then you got the Joker scene with Batman. That's another one, and then you got Harvey Dent. You see how they had different plots. In this movie, it was more like uh, the scene with the sewers. Yeah. Um, the apoc- apocalypse. Excuse my name. Um, well, they they had like the little backstory. With the, um, the Amazonians, the Mantians, they had that, but that was very brief. It wasn't really yeah, it wasn't helping the whole story. Like you had, you had just enough. You had the when Stephen Wolf comes out, mm-hmm. then you have him when, when he takes him from the water from the Mantians. When he takes it from Themyscira first. I, I did say Themyscira first. I said Amazonians. Okay. Then Atlanteans, and then he uh, comes to Cyborg, mm-hmm. right? Because Cyborg has the last. There's three of yeah. them. Cyborg has the last Earth one on him. Yeah. Cyborg has it. Cool, cool. But, you know, if the movie was longer, they could have fleshed out a little bit more details. Cause yeah. he, and that's why I say, like, if... Like, those... that time, they the could have been more fleshed out. 
Yeah, and the okay. second one part they could have kind of they could have did that one shorter, mm-hmm. so you won't really feel like, damn, we already had Superman already. Yeah. And personally, Superman, what was the last fight scene? Maybe like what twenty minutes? Maybe. Yeah, that whole ending scene was probably like twenty. They could have probably bought him in the beginning of it, you know. Yeah, because that's why I say like with the <laughs> when we revived Superman, I enjoyed the scene of him being revived, but I felt like. Well, we still got to finish Wonder Woman, Batman. So. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to that. So Wonder Woman. <laughs> I have nothing more to say. Yeah, I think you know. There's nothing more changed about her. She, to me, she's 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 a solid. She she's a solid. Uh, um, I'll go with a ten for the purpose of I enjoy her the best out of all of them. She's a solid. Eight. She's the most consistent so far. Batman. He he was he took a different turn or role in this movie. Um, I Batman gets a ten in my book. He, he got downgraded a little bit to me. Batman got a 10 in my book. Just because he's Batman. Look, I, <laughs> I did not understand at all why, the, why he felt it was his fault Superman died. I, yeah. I just, I didn't understand. And when, just watching the trailers alone gives you that sense of it's forced. Yeah. Cause it's not your fault, my man. Just because you, had, you did nothing to create Doomsday. Yeah. <laughs> if anything... Uh, you should have been more preoccupied on Luther if you feel that was your fault. Because yeah, I, 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 I went to go see this movie with, with Z-Dog. Um, I had to basically explain to him like what they're trying to sell us on is that Batman feels it's his fault because he got the kryptonite. He created the kryptonite spear. And basically because of the kryptonite spear is what led to the death of Superman. Mm-hmm. But even though that's not really his fault... You know, if you want to go be nitpicky about it, Wonder Woman could have been the one to go pierce Doomsday, but it is what it is, but... Because <laughs> she could have did it and not been weakened yeah. and jumped away. Yeah, and then Doomsday was created by Luthor, and it's not like Batman had a contingency plan for for that. It was He was trying to fight Superman, but at the end of the day, Superman dying is nothing of his fault. So And if anything, Batman, knowing of all the contingencies like you previously stated, why did he not check out the alien ship from Man of Steel? Mm-hmm. Why are you not the first one? In? You know him. Once that landed, he was already in there. He took what he needed. That's it. Or even after they did what they did, he will still find a way to find out what they found out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't... I only say he's a 10 because I'm just being stupid, but he's like a 6. Because... Because yeah, to me, he felt... He felt down the down the scale because the portrayal that we got in BVS, I, I like that portrayal of Batman. Was, I like his Batman. I don't like his Bruce. His Bruce seems like he needs help from everyone out. Everyone else, he's not really being the smart billionaire that he is. Mm-hmm. It's more like, okay, I got my texts and gadgets. Uh, let them help me do it instead of being, you know what? I got all these tools. Let me know how to use it myself. Mm-hmm. It's like saying I could just go into his office, be like, yo, find this for me. No, no, you know. Yeah. No, Batman is the one that, for me, he has it, and he knows how to get to his conclusion mm-hmm. with the tools he got, because that's his superpower, yeah. or his money. As he said, he's a billionaire. He's a billionaire, <laughs> you know. But now we can go talk about Superman, and we're going to talk about his revival. And me, personally, that's a grade. Um, I enjoyed Superman. I'm just going to go totally off the basis of him... Facing the Justice League, because to me that was like everything else is just like put you, to the. You can't forget the cheesy line at the end. What? When he's fighting Steppenwolf, or when he appears to fight Steppenwolf, uh, 
what happened? Oh, Cy- he had Cyborg and he ripped off Cyborg's leg and he grabs, um, he grabs Cyborg and he says, now do you know the truth? And then from off screen, you just hear this voice that says, I believe in truth. I also believe in justice. Turns around, Superman, boom, right in the face. It's like, if that wasn't the cheesiest line that made you grin in the movie theater, like, one of those, like, uh, like, you know, like, that was so corny, like. But it was cool. <laughs> it was, it was. It was, like, the cheesiest thing ever, but it was, like, I, did, I ain't got nothing to say about it. Like, it, it worked. If you want to talk about lines, me, I, like, I don't want to like, jump around, but when he grabbed Batman, do you believe? Do you, I was like, oh, he just said that. Like, I was like, and they why they bring no? That movie should have died. Everything should no. Don't go back. Then when Batman was on the floor, he's like, yep, that's definitely bleeding. <laughs> yo, that was. But yeah, he comes back to life. They use the same device as they used for Doomsday. Before you go on, we cannot like that CGI man. They, they, what his mustache? Yeah. His face, his his face is all types of messed up. Like well, when you when you watching the movie without glasses on, I don't think you really noticed because I I, I, I kind of didn't notice. I was no glasses. I had my glasses. <laughs> I was like, it's one of like when I first saw him, I was like, what's going on with his face? Something looks off. Like something I just have to deal weird. with it to be honest. It's like I dealt with it, but it, I until like it, it dawned on me it was like, oh yeah, there was that mustache incident in the CGI. That's what happened. I was like, just seeing, I was like, what's wrong with his face? Like, I was like, maybe he's just a movie. Like, it kept on with it. They could have they recorded his stuff way before. That was all part of the Josh Whedon reshoots. Yeah, but Josh, oh my. You know what's a fine, peculiar? You're telling me you can't grow a mustache or you can't just put a prosthetic mustache on your face? As much as you can do for hair, face, like beards, you can't just put a mustache? You know? Until he grows it back, you know how long it takes men to grow. It's like two days. You know, you know what I mean. So it's like he must have had the perfect stash at that time for him not to shave it. I don't. I do not like how strong they made Superman. First of all, he was underground for the longest. He really didn't get any sunlight. It was a cloudy day, and he's still strong as heck it's to beat the day. So he ain't get all the rays. Okay. But, but. Like, for the for the purpose again, this comes to the movie. It had to be clear Superman is second to no one on the Justice League. He Diana should be second, only, but Diana should be in, in at least close enough to be like, oh, she was the only she, one to somewhat challenge him. Yeah, but she threw the lasso. She trying to grab him, and he's holding it with one hand, bro. At yeah. least let Superman grab with two hands. Yeah, but he's Superman. Hey, so can, it's kinda wait, like, can Diana fly? That's the one thing I'm not clear about in in this universe. I don't know. Everywhere else she can fly. No, she jumps. She jumps and she comes back down. No, 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 I'm not talking about the movie universe. Oh, I'm talking about outside the universe. That's why I said. That's why I'm not clear in if the movies in the universe of the movies if she can fly or not. Because even in um in her in Wonder Woman she didn't fly. She She just just, jumped really high. She jumped really high. And it's like, I'm not really clear on if she's a flyer or not in these universe. And it's not like they really made it clear. I don't think so. Because if when Bruce, Bruce, uh, Clark started flying, she could easily, you know, Because like the most ascended. I can say is like, she leaped, she leaped at him. Like, I can't even <laughs> no, say No, I know, but when he, when he flew, when he grabbed, when he was grabbing the lasso and kind of flew a little bit, mm-hmm. she could have started to fly right there. Because you know, either he going to go up straight, come at you or something. Like you said, they, he she did something. Like when they did the headbutt part. Her, he headbutt her, <laughs> and she was like, nah, headbutt back. 
And he was like, word, lift it off the ground, headbutt again. I'm like, dang, wow. Like, they, they did a really good job to, to let you know, hey, and look, y'all not doing nothing without Superman. Aquaman is pretty damn strong. I don't understand why he couldn't at least hit him. There was no water, man. Nah, he's strong without it, too. He is. He definitely he is. is. If they were going for the portrayal of Arthur Curry that it looked like he's definitely, I mean, I'm not going to say he can stand toe-to-toe with Superman. Nothing like that, but he definitely could have done something. But at the same time, it, it was one of those things where it was made, you know, again, to make you understand that they need Superman to get this plan to go through. Because without Superman, nothing was going to happen. Like, even at the end of the movie when they're fighting Ste- Steppenwolf, they made it clear that they needed Superman to fight Steppenwolf. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, with the, you know, in that sequence, gotta talk about that, that flash sequence. I was going to mention, that was one yeah. you were going to say. That was, <laughs> that was the most hilarious part of the movie. Nah. It was hilarious, but to me, it was badass. Because it I'm was, like. Yeah, it was badass and hilarious. Nah. Well, you found hilarious to me was completely badass. Because for me, Superman is just holding all three. Yeah. And then he's, he has the face like, nigga, what? <laughs> and he look at the flash and flash is like, wait a second. Yeah, I'm running really fast, see, and you can see me. That's that's why I found it funny. Is because he's holding them, and then, you know, Barry's running, and he's just running like normal. And then out of nowhere, you just see Superman's eye just the corner, just start moving very slowly. And Barry's looking like, is his eye following me? And then they show Superman turning his head, and he's like, whoa! And like you see his facial expression just completely changing, like oh, whoa! Like he, yo, like he, he just he's just pooping bricks right now. Like, I'm surprised he, just, he didn't try to. Uh, I'm surprised his punches didn't really do that much. Because, you know, he pulls his punches, but if he forgot his memories, he should not be pulling his punches, and Barry should have been knocked the heck out right there at that he punch. Ne- he never hit him. He, he dodged. No, 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 no. That part when he was looking, he threw all of them. Mm-hmm. He punched them. No, he threw a punch, and Barry, he, he dodged it. He like he a slipped. matrix? Oh. No, he slipped, and he fell, <laughs> and Superman tried to get get on top of him, and he was just dodging him. He, didn't he push him at the end of the rope? He tried to push him. That would, I, personally, that was interesting. I would like to see what they can do more in the future. Like, yeah, so I was like, that scene Superman. was cool, but it made me laugh for the Flash's reaction more so. Like just him looking at like, like his face, his whole facial expression, and that just it made me laugh hysterically because it made you realize like, dang, like Superman is looking him down while he's running. Like it's not even like a you know like he's trying to keep up. He's just looking him down, and he just tossed. And it was even cooler when he tossed everybody and everybody's up in the air in slow motion. You see Superman moving like normal, like trying to keep up with the Flash. It's like, okay, he's just this Flash. Fast as the Flash. So, well, Rookie Flash. Yeah, Rookie Flash. Rookie Flash. There's so much more of this movie. It's just like, you have to like, like watch it again to get the other finite details of it. Like mm-hmm. BBS, like we've seen it I don't know how many times. Just... Yeah, like even though we dislike it, we still watch it over and over to like, damn, why they did this, why did that? Yeah, I disliked it the first time, and I was like, director's cut, second try, nope, never again. I haven't seen that movie since. (laughs) I watched certain (laughs) scenes over and over to be like, yeah, the end of the movie. That's that's it for me. Just when Wonder Woman arrives. You want to talk about Steppenwolf's his, (laughs) not his. I mean, you know, Steppenwolf was terrible, terrible and forgettable. He mentioned, uh, he mentioned Darkseid. Yes, he did. Which was very, very cool to me. I'm glad he mentioned, like, oh, new gods are out there, you know? Yeah, and also it's 
again, before all the reshoots happened and all the craziness happened, I'm pretty sure Dark Side was meant to be a part of the, the, the end credit scene. Well, if they do it like, <coughs> I think they kind of do the Avengers path. Because like, the first and Avengers... And that's the smart, and see, that's the smart way to go about it. Instead Don't of, bring your big bat already. Yeah, because it's I, I like I said if if Josh Whedon didn't have a hand in this, I'm pretty sure this movie would have bombed. Not even it would have bombed that, but Dark Side would have been in. Already for season for Justice League Part Two. Yeah, it, we wouldn't have been talking about an Injustice League, which I think is better because now you it's like you're going Injustice League and you're keeping it. Grounded. They might actually they might actually team up at the end of it all, like against Dark Side. Yeah, because that, be- that has happened many times. Lex Luthor has actually teamed up with Superman many times for the like against Brainiac, mm-hmm. and that's uh, even Darkseid like, too. And that's and that's why it's like you keep the story more grounded for now. You don't have to worry about they should take their know, time. Dark side. Yeah, that's why it's like again, I enjoy Batman. So I keep saying Batman Justice League for the simple fact of they kept the story grounded. They didn't try to bring all this extra stuff into it. They gave you every character some type of Easter egg. They even had a Green Lantern Easter egg in it. Yeah. They had... Yo, then um, they showed the Green Lantern first of all, yeah. we know. And there has to be a Green Lantern for this sector of Earth. Yeah, and like, it leaves open to, like, interpretation, interpretation. but... No, that they can happened. still include Ab... Ab's, uh, yeah, because that that scene happened five thousand years. Yeah, or something, and that so probably was he that. was in the lantern. And you just saw the ring. Leave, just, just right? a regular it, lantern. Yeah, yeah. just the ring just left. You didn't see where it went. It just left. So you I know his suit wasn't um, animated. His ring was, but not his suit. The Green Lantern suit. <laughs> they had actually learning from their mistakes. <laughs> uh, you saw you saw Zeus there fighting fighting them, which shows that there's gods in the DC universe, and he is probably part of the old gods along with the Ares. new god. Yeah. Um, but they might Shazam is coming. Yeah, there's somebody else who can. He could probably be a part of Injustice League, but he's been confirmed to be a part of Suicide Squad too. So Sh- far. Shazam, Shazam, not coming. Shazam. I'm sorry, Black Adam? Black Adam. I'm bugging. Shazam I'm bugging. is coming too, bro. Yeah, he is. He is coming too. But so far, Black Adam has been confirmed to be in Suicide Squad too. So um, they they have so much potential. They can do this right. They just need to do standalone films. Stop hiring Zack Snyder. You know what? Hire Christopher Nolan, or at least let him be like, "Yo, what would you do?" Not See, it's he could at least no no no, the, no no not the direct the direct uh like the the eyes of director to finish it, but he can he writes his film with his wife and his and his brother. Mm-hmm. Well, his brother and his wife usually usually writes, but he can do something that can actually give him some good story. Mm-hmm. And you could just bring back Josh Whedon. But then, like, also, this is something, like, I hate to do a comparison between Marvel and DC, but Justice <coughs> League didn't have any of those geek-out moments, if you know what I mean. Like, like fan example, service? Right? You could call it fan service, too, like Avengers. And Avengers, I'm pretty sure you got excited when Hawk and Thor were throwing down. Oh, yeah. You ain't gonna forget that scene. <coughs> no. You're not gonna forget the scene when um, Tony, when... Um, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor had a little throwdown in the. Yeah, I and still watch that. Forget that. Got, got the the endings, the beginning of the ending sequence when all the Avengers actually come together. Bat, Justice League did not have that. When he violated Loki. Yeah, Justice League did not have that at all. They don't have a scene in that movie that's like, uh, like even when and they're like all Hulk standing together. Like Hulk when he tried to grab the uh, the, the hammer. hammer. Yeah, like they don't have that. They don't. That's like you know not to, not but they don't really have. That moment. They have Easter eggs that they think is enough. 
Yeah, they have a lot of lots of Easter eggs throughout Justice League. That you know, they even reference the Penguin. But they couldn't reference Nightwing. They could have said, "Oh, we have like I read someone was, um, oh, we have some birds protecting uh, Bloodhaven." Nightwing, Bird, you know, Robin, in a way, like you acknowledging. I don't know. Maybe they want. It's, I got. It's like, but uh, if you, Zack Snyder is good for what he does, but then it's like for for the superhero genre. I don't think it's it's working out. Like I think it's time for him to get the boot. He did good for. He's more of a. Uh, gra- he he can do graphic novel ab- adaptations. Yeah, Watchmen was great. Yes, it was. Uh, Three Hundred was great. Yes, it was. Besides that, no. Yeah, Sucker it's, Punch, where he did another movie, was bad. It's like for Batman v Superman, the problem was there was no consistency throughout. The movie. They could have that movie could have, they could have just followed the Dark Knight Returns from Frank Miller. Yeah. Like, change it up, change the time, his age and everything, and it would have been a great movie. It's like, even I feel for Justice League, they could have followed, I believe it's called Justice League War. Yeah. They could have followed that whole thing, but had stuff to move as a main villain, not Dark Side. No Green Lantern, and no Shazam. Yeah, and they kept it just like just that. Like it would have been good. Suicide Squad, they had the perfect thing. Well, well for the war, Superman was already established. Yeah. They would just change that piece of the resurrection, but everything else would have been fine. And like you said, mm-hmm. Assault uh, on um, Arkham. Arkham, that was a... Per- First of all, I think if they would have followed that movie, I don't care if it was a remake, the whole movie could have just fit like that. No changes. You give Will Smith shine. You give Jared Leto and Margot Margot Robbie, and those are the three people you're billing on. And those three were the main attraction in the last movie, and well, in the animated movie. And Batman was there, but he was a supporting character. Such a limited role. And Ben Affleck could have did a good job. He was just fighting like he did. Yeah, because he could have came in like just like Batman. He came like the last twenty minutes of the movie. Like was no. He wasn't even for the last twenty minutes of the movie. It wasn't even about him. Batman was put to the side. It was like. You know, you missed out on opportunity because Suicide Squad is another movie that's like all over the place. Like it has its enjoyable moments, but it's just all over the place. Justice League is that like, would have kept the movie grounded. Yeah, Justice League is a step in the right direction if they continue to keep Zack Snyder because again, no, Josh Whedon. Least, well, Josh Whedon definitely, but it, it was it focused on this plot. It did what it needed to do. It was just served this purpose. The timing has to be the one. The two-hour limit has to. I'm sure if he was, if Josh had time, that extra, because you know most movies like a two hours to thirty minutes Mm -hmm. or forty minutes. Those forty minutes could have done a lot. Yeah. Not knowing about it, forty minutes is a lot for a movie. Yeah. And it's kind of like once, if they you know do the directors cut, actually put all the scenes that was cut out because. I think there was a scene that came out right after the movie with um, Iris West. That was Iris. Yeah, there was a. Oh, oh, uh, well, well, um, yes, yes, yes. I, I heard that my recaster. Oh yeah, I read that too. I read I, that way before that. They that's so messed up. That's the um, another scene that was cut out the movie. I look like an interesting scene, but that's. They also what about that scene where he's like, "Oh, he said you were coming." I could have swore they cut that. Yeah, too. that wasn't in the in the yeah. in, in there, but I, I'm still like wondering who that was. But it could be Green Lantern. I'm not going I kid you not <laughs> when I while I was watching the movie I was like maybe that's an Aquaman scene because of the, what was happening at the um at um when they was in the sewer system because oh. he wasn't there and I was like maybe 
that yeah, was, he was yeah, I was thinking I was like maybe he's referring to Aquaman because he's not there at the time. But and he already never... established a line of communication some way, some pattern. Yeah, and that scene time. never, but that scene never came up, so I don't know who he was referring to. Like I kind of felt like maybe, like if that was a Superman scene of him coming back, because again I don't agree with how BVS ended and how they revived Superman, because it's 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 made to seem in BVS that Superman is not dead because of the. It's like he's he's not dead. I was re- I was going not reading, but I was going under the interpretation. I don't mean to cut you off. It's just my theory on it that it's not that he was like resurrecting himself. It was just his energy being outputted. Like yeah, it wasn't really contained inside him, so therefore it was just being come out. Like, but see, even so, it's kind of like that's why the ground was being. Uh, it's like if it's, if he still has energy, you know, like I would assume like. He's Kryptonian. He should heal himself regardless. Yeah, but like, if, if, if there's if no sun... Like, if you think of it like this, you created a way you could use Doomsday again down the line. No, but I think... Like you said, he can heal himself, but since the damage of was Kryptonian was so severe or so deep, it would have taken... They probably sped up the process. Because mm-hmm. I think the movie starts six months after. Yeah, so... Well, first of all, he should have had a beard. But, you see, because if he was alive, he should still be growing something. But then again, if he was dead, but slowly recovering, then yeah, no beard would movie, not work. In this movie, it was he's clearly dead. That's it. He was he was dead. He was deceased. He was done. They didn't he do it. Like, he, they the couldn't tell his heart rate. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't do none of that. It was simply, we need to revive him. They went and got his casket, put him in the water, and he was revived. That's it. Like, I remember that scene Barry needed to do electricity right um, he had to, to send uh, another like electricity EM. yeah basically it's like a um, damn what's that it was for it was for the mother box to activate because it needed to touch the water and be touched by lightning at the same time because they needed enough power from the mother box that would have been a perfect example for Shazam and Papa Shazam you know but we we cannot like uh, gloss over it how the Themis, uh, the Amazonians put their mother box in a safe, secure place. The Atlanteans, ain't nobody getting that unless you know about it. But the humans, they just put it on the wall, on the ground, like nothing. Oh, I just buried here in the, in the forest. Not, like, well, not my, even buried in our own castle in the basement well, or something. My problem with it is, I felt like the movie was very misleading because it felt like I I honestly thought before he pulled it out that the mother box was a part of Cyborg. I literally thought he was the mother box. But that's how it's supposed to be. But he wasn't. He hid it somewhere. He hid it somewhere where it couldn't be found, which is why towards the end he went and found it, and that's how he revived Superman. He went and got it. It was in a big, you know, <laughs> box. Basically, it, its power couldn't be detected or anything because his father was asking him where it was. But like I. Like, I, I thought it was a part of him. I thought he was the mother box. That's what I thought, because in, in BVS, you see it, like, go into him. Yeah, but apparently it, it wasn't. It was. I guess, like, it regenerated him. him, and then, like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, it's, that's basically what, like, they made it to seem. Cause it's it was, like the, um... Ah, oh, oh, damn, the, the, oh, what name of this movie? Transformers, when it had the big cube, the Allspark. The they used it to regenerate or to bring back people to life, and but it wasn't, like... Implanted them, you could take it out. Like often, it's prime to get out. So I guess it's the same concept as you can, you have it, but it's not a part of you anymore. You know, like you could take it out and you can still mm-hmm. function. Yeah, because like I, I kind of thought like the that's why cyber would be important because 
probably gonna go go after Cyborg. Like that. But then again, happening. if it was inside of him, Steppenwolf would most likely kill him. But again, that would have been the reason to go after Cyborg. You know, a whole battle would ensued, all that stuff. I don't think they would like need to kill him off, but made it a reason. You made know, it weak. Higher the stakes. You know, before we move on or end this, you know, no matter how bad they did, they have a trump card that Marvel can never do. Flashpoint. They can change the whole origin story. They can change everything with Flashpoint. They can even do recasting with mm-hmm. Flashpoint. Think then, think about it. But then, at the same time, I would not enjoy that at all. Simply because... You gotta get used to why, new people? Not even you. Be follow, you're just follow, following the, the TV show. It's like you're trying to recon all your mistakes. And you're trying to do something new. No, but they didn't recon their mistakes in this TV show. Yeah, but a lot of... To make the Flash more lighthearted bring people back to life to do all that in the TV show they, that well, was the point who did he bring back to life Ralph Dibney he was alive already my friend it, he was he just died. mentioned no he, he was wasn't dead. He was, it was confirmed that he was dead in the very beginning of the flash <laughs> he no. was dead Harrison Wells said we lost some lives Ralph Dibney first person he oh, said oh you're right you're right <laughs> but it, it would feel like you're using Flashpoint as the Perfect movie to make the example. The plot to. device. Not even. Flashpoint will become your Days of Future Past. I really hope so. I no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy. Could you that. imagine one woman against? A, but you're copying a formula. It would. It's kind of one of those things. But you you just ben told Affleck them is, to copy the formula of basically the the animated the movies movie, for Suicide Squad. Yes, That's copying the same thing. Yes. Why but, can they do that for Flashpoint? But for Flashpoint, they weren't changing anything. In the movie Flashpoint, it didn't change anything. It made Barry go to battle when he returned to his normal time. In the mm-hmm. movie, nothing changed. Now, if you want to go comic book, it's different. But, it, okay, okay, okay. The movie, it, okay. The Flashpoint movie, after that started the new 52 movies, which was Justice League War, or Batman, all, all those Batmans afterwards of Flashpoint, that mm-hmm. changed the whole universe of it. But Flashpoint changed a lot. Flashpoint used to change the comic books as well. You said nothing really changed. But they can do that because, first of all, they created the new 52. Then Rebirth happened. As, even though Rebirth is something else. I don't well, want to mention that. I don't want to spoil it. In movies, for instance, the movie version of Flashpoint, that wasn't the purpose itself. The comic book was that. The Flashpoint Flashpoint Paradox was the, the first movie of the new 52. Yeah. And that kind of like initiated... New 52. It didn't change anything about the universe. It was just, we make a Flashpoint Paradox. This is this movie. Well, they changed Batman's costume. Yeah, they changed they changed everything from Yeah, but they could have changed things. Like, Batman with Damian Wayne. I'm sure if they... It wasn't wasn't a result of Flashpoint Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox was just the first movie they decided to make of the New 52. Versus the comic book version of everything is a result of of Flashpoint. And in the movie version, it's it's all... it's, It's made... Clear. He went back in time, changed time. Then he went back to the present. You can't really say nothing changed when Flashpoint started that New Fifty Two universe. It's not like they were saying this all existed before Flashpoint, because Flashpoint was his own movie. And then we that's when we got the new Batman, and that's when there's like okay, new Batman movies. That's what they made. Justice League War, all that stuff, all the New Fifty Two stuff. Yeah, but I can I I honestly I can see that's their trump card. When things get bad, they can recon 
a lot. They, well, they don't have to change the actors. It's already confirmed they're making that movie. You know? Like the Flash's movie. Yeah, is but we don't know the Flash plot movie. of it. We, we don't. don't know how they're gonna do it. Because if you want to do the comic book way, Aquaman and Wonder Woman take over the world. Again, it's. I, I wouldn't. If you're telling me like they they use that to reset the universe, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that at all. It's not really reset, but in a way, it's to fix your mistakes of. <laughs> Of plot holes that you did in the previous movies, just to fix a couple of things. I wouldn't. Honestly, I think a lot of people would enjoy that. People weren't complaining when Days of Future Past did it because it's, it was based on their story. So is Flashpoint. And on top of that, X Men has so many timelines now. It's not even fucking. Oh yeah, okay. It was long overdue. But people, the only reason why people tolerated that because there was no really other superhero movies out there, and the individual movies besides X, the Last Stand, was actually pretty good. And it was you can't go wrong with seeing Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. People enjoy that. That's a bankable star, so they keep making movies. Even though some people might say it sucked, but there was no Marvel wasn't really popping like that at that moment. It was what maybe Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk. And then Iron Man 2, it wasn't really until... It was all X-Men, 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 X-Men. So people were like, ah, leave it. But now it's just... They're flooding the market with superhero thing, uh, movies that people are criticizing. And every little thing, like, people are not tolerating it anymore. It's like, if you make it a bad movie, I'm not going to watch this movie. And we have... Back then, there was no Twitter, Facebook, Instagram as big as it is now. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. As, <laughs> Movies now, basically, if you notice, I'm not talking about movies, but for other things, for promotional value, they don't do it the traditional way. They go to YouTubers, here, do this. Even now for movies, they, they you know, here's a review, here's a review. Mm-hmm. That's the new wave of it. And if they say it's wrong, people are not going to watch that movie. So they have, they don't really have a big winner to play with. Look, the budget for Justice League was 300 mil. They made 93 or 95 Domestically, I, I think internationally they made 180, uh, 181.5, but even that is still pretty low. Well, domestically, they should have been much higher. Not even. They should have been at least a little bit higher. At I least think, 100. I think Batman versus Superman made more. The only and reason why it made so much was because they were to see Batman and Superman on screen. And that killed credibility, though. I, Just I, like I, Wonder Woman's box office opening wasn't that great. But yeah. because of all the reviews Word that were mouth. coming out afterwards, that's when it started making this movie. But the reviews for this movie is 7 out of 10. It's an enjoyable ride. A lot of people are saying it's enjoyable. I've seen commercials see, saying the that. People, it's, it's crazy because the people we 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 look at to, for this stuff, they all say it's you know it has this problem at full. But critically, there's a lot of people like bashing this movie like it's the worst movie that ever came out or something But like honestly, that. people who bash those critical, the people who are being critical about the movie... They're now a hundred percent right, and just because they watch so many movies, yeah, but we can't really go based off their word. I like me personally. I like to go off recently Google reviews. What the co- average consumer would exactly. want to see. Like, that's that's and that's saying. a ninety six. Like you know the people we're in tune with who actually watch comic books stuff. Not like you know these people who go watch movies and review movies. Like that's they what, don't know anything. The backstory. Yeah, like when it comes like when we say critically, like, the critically acclaimed people who review it. Those people. Those people. Those because high up think people. About it. High Hollywood people. 
Which movies win Academy Awards and, and Oscars? Movie we never even heard about. Yeah, that's what I was like. You know, they I, they I barely never, make money. It's lucky enough for a superhero movie to be mentioned as like an Oscar. First movie. of all, Batman. It was lucky enough that they won. It was only because of the actor. It wasn't the movie as a whole. It was just him in the movie. Yeah, like, so that's like, like I, me and you are both of same. Like of oh, this recent superhero movies, Logan should like get some type of Oscar. Logan should be Best Picture. Well, it should be best picture and best actor. Like it doesn't even have to win just to be a nominee. No, I think he needs to win. After like I definitely think he needs to win, but he just like I said, even to see it as a a nominee for something. I I me personally, I really hope they use this this flashpoint in the end. But we got far away from the topic. Let's finish this movie review. Let's talk about. Uh, we don't need the ending, you know. We already know Stephen Wolf is gone. We know he ain't gonna be dead, and they yeah, all but, moved uh, on to their you know, things. Like, this is too common for me now. Like the 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 super the villain of the movie sucking. Like after honestly, like, there become, is no. This has become an okay thing now because this, this is for all the for Marvel too. Yeah, this is all movies, not even like just specifically this. All movies, like the villain. The only memorable villain so far is like Loki. Um, I can't remember Hela. I believe that's her name from Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yes. She's very from the, uh, the goddess of death. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. About to see it soon, but I'm told she's she does a very memorable, a good performance. Like same thing we felt with Loki. And after that, it's kind of like a well, who's out there? Every other is like a one and done villain, or more of a not even like a, a memorable thing, like. Dormammu wasn't it's no. okay but first of all I'm, I'm here thinking Dormammu as the Marvel vs. Capcom uh, <laughs> character Dormammu. and then when he does a big face I'm like <laughs> well who not who, not even none of the villains Loki was like somewhat the best one out of all of them if I had to try to rank him mm-hmm. that's what like Loki for me is like the best villain out of all of them I, don't, I haven't seen it, so I can't personally comment, but from what I heard, Hela is very good. She kind of taps into the same the same main that he did, and she survives. So, Thank you for ruining that movie for me. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, was Steppenwolf was just like kind of, he's, he's very forgettable. He doesn't do it. Like, besides the the normal villain plot of trying to take over the world, thing, yeah. is... It's nothing that for me to go on. He's just, you know, he serves his purpose of being the villain for the league. You know, I have no more comments on that because, like you say, he wasn't really impactful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could you could watch a movie and you can feel the fear of the enemy and be like, wow, this is a real villain. Even though you're not scared yourself, but you can mm-hmm. feel the fear for the characters. Yeah. Like, again, once Superman arrives on the scene... There's nothing much to do. Yeah, it's like so. It's like he came on and it proved the point of why they need him. Like Steppenwolf was just like any other guy at that point. When Superman arrived, it was like, yeah, he's not. Superman just punched him a few times and hit him with the ray blast. It was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's typical. Like didn't even there was like a scene where Superman disappeared and they started having trouble fighting Steppenwolf again. I'm over it. You. I want to get to the the the, the post credit scenes, which were way better than everything else to me. Dang, sorry, it's got... a lot. Well, I I'll talk about the first one was Flash Superman mm-hmm. when they like racing against each other. 
Before you start that, I believe that's the version of this universe they should die in. Put their money down on. That lighthearted scene between Flash and Superman. What, make a movie with just them two? Not make a movie with just two, them two, but that that fun, lighthearted dynamic. That was a very cool scene, even though we didn't see a winner, but it was still like a fun thing. I, I believe like that's the universe they need to put their money down on. Like, okay, this is how we're going to build the rest of this universe. This little bit of lightheartedness. Like, Aquaman could be his serious, brooding self. They can keep it dark. Just keep some lightheartedness. Yeah, like I said, lightheartedness. Like, I, I don't know how about the bright color thing, but it's okay. You could be lighthearted without having those bright colors. Yeah, but it, it's the Josh Whedon touch, so. I'm more interested about the other one. My man Luther out of jail. Oh, yes. Yes. That has to be a reshoot. Me personally feel like the reshoot. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I feel like if all else fails, this would be the, the only thing that would help us like, yo, they're doing something good at least. Yeah, because I, 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 maybe I said this earlier, I said it to you in private, but I told you I felt like prior to this, the ending credit scene probably has something to do with Darkseid, but then it was changed. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I felt, I feel like this is the better way to go because you keep it more you keep more grounded. You add more characters, more development. Yep. It's not like there's a big bad. Let's deal with it. Okay, what's on next? No, you you can build up to this big bad, knowing that all right, he may be the instrument behind it all. Like, mm-hmm. or it could be Lex Luthor's ace in the whole. Like, uh, like he keeps saying the um, the bells. No, no, no. Um, the I have rung the bell in BVS, mm-hmm. and the red coats are coming. Even though I don't know why he means red coat, because that's kind of like. Uh, American history with the British are coming mm-hmm. but yeah that would be a great you know he'll have his injustice league per, per se that can you can bring reverse flash black Adam mm-hmm. Deathstroke which we seen finally Deathstroke he looks amazing yes, he then when he took the mask off and Joe I, I kid you not I didn't expect him to take the mask off when he took the mask off, I was like, double points. <laughs> he had the white hair with the eye patch. I'm yeah. like, yo. I was like, he definitely has a look. And, and that's how he's like, what do you want? I hope this is not wasting my time. Like, yes. that great demeanor. Like, what the hell you want, man? Yes. Like, yes. I can, I would kill you right here if you don't tell me what you want. Yes. Like, he, you think you're in control, but he's not. It's like, I would love to see him and Ben Affleck on screen together. But I really hope that... No, wait. The, the Batman movie is going to... But supposedly, Ben Affleck may be gone. Well, I think... Supposedly, do you, you know the person who's supposed to be replacing him? Who? Ben Hart? Um, uh, I was going to say, uh, the guy from, uh, in, uh, the guy from Inception, or Bane. No. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, gosh, no. He has a beard, but no. Supposedly, he's the top candidate to replace Ben Affleck. <sighs> supposedly, Ben Affleck wants out. Don't know yet, but this has been rumored for a while now. And I know this, the Batman movie hasn't even started to be filmed yet, so if he wants to step out, he can. But if that is the case, if Ben Affleck is out, then you can do Flashpoint and retcon everything. Oh, gosh. Why Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, supposedly... He's a good actor, but... The person who's directing the Batman movie... What, Matt his, Reeves? I, I think so. It that's, should be still his, Matt Reeves. If they haven't changed it, it's Matt Reeves. That's that's his choice for the person to replace him. And I don't have a problem with it because I don't know. I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal in his no, recent he's, movies. No, he's a great actor. Yeah, in his recent movie, he's good. But 
Ben Affleck looks the part as well as is the part. Not Bruce Wayne wise, but an actual Batman suit and stuff. He is huge. Yes, he's a massive man. He's like the same. He, like, if you were to put the specs of Batman on a, on a comic book and him, they're like the same height, same uh, weight. They just look the part. Like, it'll be interesting, I guess. Me personally, Christian Bale, come back. Please. You, know, you don't have the body type, but you were Batman. Like, not his suit per se, because that suit was amazing, but when you're fighting, it's not working out so well. It's just, that's the choreography was bad. Yeah, that's why they created that new suit, you know? <laughs> if they would have had that choreography choreography with the old one, it would have had it like 10 times better. Yeah. It was a great film, but it would have been like, wow, you know? Like, mm-hmm. no matter what they do, the greatest film ever. So, but I was reading a little bit that there's, like you said, there's a lot of cuts, and there was actually two Green Lanterns. The rumor is there was two Green Lanterns in a post, you know, credit scene. Kilowog and I forget the other one's name. But I guess they're going to kind of ride the wave of Blu-ray release, and if they get a huge standing on that, then most likely they're, you know... Green light the other Yeah, because I mean supposedly projects. for the project at least the project for the first Green Lantern movie seems more of a buddy cop film amongst the Green Lantern Court. Buddy so, cop? Yeah, buddy oh. cop. A buddy cop type of movie with yeah. the Green Lantern Court. <laughs> we don't really know yet. This is just a rumor once again. I mean things are subject to change within the D C universe, but they just put Ryan Reynolds again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think he would come back to that. He did look the the, the perfect Hal Jordan, but it could be other people. He's too successful with Deadpool right now. Oh, <laughs> let's not talk about that great movie that's gonna come out very soon. <laughs> but um, you know, Aquaman is already. I think that's already in post production. Cyborg got a movie too, right? He's gonna have his own movie. Oh, so Aquaman is pretty. If you say post production, they just yeah, they filmed touching the movie. up. Yeah, they filmed the movie already, and it's just being touched up. But it's not supposed to come out till late twenty eighteen. So that's the first. That's movie. late. That's next year, right? You yeah. see so far. And then I believe the Flash movie is next. I believe. And that will be then, 2019. Yes. And then Batman is next. 2020? Yeah. I think so. They can't do like Marvel three movies in one year, or at least two in one year. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. Like, I feel like I'm wrong with the Batman one. I feel like that may... That probably could be a 2019 too, but I definitely know Aquaman is next year. Could you... Man, what if, if they would... What if, hypothetically, they're like, you know what? We're going to flood the market, Marvel. They just start dropping the movies back to back. Like, January's Aquaman. Uh, five months later, it's The Flash. See, but if Three they months had, later, is another one. I would I would like that so much if they had credibility. Because, t- for me, any other DC movie that comes out now, I'm not going to dare to see it. I think I kind of didn't go see this one. <laughs> yeah, this, this, was, this was like the last straw for me. Like, this was the one that was like, I, I think I'm going to really enjoy it. I think it's going to reach my hype level. But it's different. They did it. It fell well below it. And I felt like, you know, I'm kind of done with going to the movies to see this. It's like, unless another Wonder Woman is on the horizon, that's the only one I really want to go see. But any other movie, I'm I'm just going to wait it out. Like, I'm, this is what that this movie has done for me. Is credibility is down. You got to build it back up for me. Like, I need at least, you, I need you to give me two movies that make me like, wow, I should have went to the theater to see this. But for now, I'm just of mindset. I'm just gonna wait it out and see, you know, how these movies do. 
things. Watch it online, something like that. But I don't think I'm going to go to the theaters. I, I agree. The only, the only thing I'm going for theaters for is Marvel movies and maybe. I don't even know. It depends. Because yeah, it's like even, for me, even the worst Marvel movie, I, I would still go to movie theaters to go see it. And I think probably... Oh, so you're going to see Fantastic Four? Nah. That's a Marvel movie. We're talking Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, so you'll go Marvel. see Thor? I would. I saw it in theaters. I walk out like I will never see another Marvel movie in my life. I was disappointed with it, but you know, I think you'll go see Captain America. On that note, guys, we're going to end this podcast. <laughs> John and Joe, words of wisdom. We will definitely come back on another episode to talk more in depth about Justice League. With more rumors, uh, rumors, updates, and things related to the future of the DCEU. DCEU, right? Yes. Okay. Um, on that note, guys, if you like the music and you want to be featured on our podcast, hit us up. Uh, message us on either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram DM. We are also on SoundCloud, obviously, and Twitter. Moving on to bigger, better projects. Another congratulatory, me and John. Most likely by the time you hear this, we'll be hitting 1,500 total listens. And any lasting thoughts, John, before we end this? There is one thing I would like to say. Um, I'm going to say, in the bleakest day, in the darkest night, no evil shall escape my sight. That those who worship evil's might, beware my power. Green Lantern's light. These niggas is swearing I change. Maybe I did. Problem is you stayed the same. Trying to be king in this game. I've been a monster, a beast, and been so hard to tame. Constantly spitting these flames. Do it for Old Town to BX, the town that I stay in. Fuck all that patiently waiting. Putting on all of my brothers. We sound like the Wayans. Never will buckle the opposition. Making no, ain't no competition. Only real in this section. My mama gave birth to a legend like Chrissy Teigen.